0: Hello, families, and welcome back to the Thriving Autism Families Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Sanford. I am your autism advocate, and I'm an autism mom just like you. Thanks so much for joining us for part two of our episode today. Let's get started. So what are two tips... That um, either parents can employ or uh, autistic individuals uh, who, who can uh, the, who can employ um, tomorrow when it comes to building relationships and friendships and social skills. Uh,
1: so I, I was actually thinking back to a conversation I had with a client and and his family last week. Um, the mom really wanted to see this, like massive amount of progress like in week one yeah. and you know she wanted to skip ahead right the, the, I, I work with young adults in my cr- program for 12 weeks um yeah. and she wanted to like just jump into week 11 yeah and well,
0: you said go hard jeremy you said like we got to work hard and do it like, <laughs> do
1: <we have> <laughs> so you know i uh, what i said to her is you know how do you eat an elephant Yeah. One bite at a time.
0: Yep. yep. Yeah. I have always thought that was such an odd, but like relevant, uh, one of the idioms, right? Like, uh, but it's true. Like how do you do something that's totally like beyond what you can even imagine? It's like one step at a time.
1: One step at a time, but there's, but it's actually a beautiful thing, right? Because for a lot of people on the spectrum, they just look at, you know, oh, I gotta be social. And it's just this amorphous blob. Like, how do you tackle that? Like, I need friends. I need Mm -hmm. a social life. I want to grow. How do you tackle that amorphous blob? Mm -hmm. Um, And the beautiful thing and and the good news is that building friendships and relationships is a process. And there are steps that you can take to build friendships and build relationships. And that's a good thing, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so for me, I break the process down into five pretty simple steps that form a roadmap to how to bring people into your life and and enjoy a a more vibrant social life.
0: That's awesome.
1: And, you know, we're not going to go into all five steps, but for any, you know, anybody who wants to learn what the five-step strategy is, I do a free training, one for singles, one for adults at mybestsociallife.com. Um, It costs nothing. It's about 30, 35 minutes. And we talk about, you know, what are the five steps to get from where you are now to the social life you want. But you asked me for, you know, for for two tips. And so I want to I want to be a good guest. I want to share two tips that I think are really important for laying the foundation for making new friends and building relationships. So, you know, the first one is that you need to know what you want your friendships and your relationships to be. You need to have a vision for what you want your, your social life to be like. Mm -hmm. And so the analogy that I, that I, I used when I gave a speech about this at a local congregation a couple of weeks ago was, um, you know, imagine, imagine walking into a car dealership, right. And the, the salesperson asks you, well, what do you want to test drive? And your answer is well, you know, I'm I'm really hoping to test drive something with, uh, you know, four wheels and an engine.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: that, that's not a very helpful <laughs> answer, right? <laughs> Yeah. You know, there are hundreds of cars and SUVs and trucks, mm-hmm. you know, on the lot in the dealership and, right. and four wheels and an engine doesn't really narrow down the search at all. Okay. But that's, that's basically what I hear in the autism community every single day. Mm. Um, you know, I do three or four strategy sessions um, with adults on the spectrum and their, and their parents every day. And I, and I mm-hmm. ask, I ask every person who I do a strategy session with basically the exact same questions. And one of them is, you know, what do you want your friendships to be? What do you want your relationship to be like? And, and the answer, you know, that that just about everybody gives me are all, you know, along the same lines. I want someone nice. You know, I want someone to do things with. I want someone who will appreciate me for who I am.
0: Right.
1: You know, and the thing is, that that's a real desire, right? But it, yeah. it but it's it's a real desire without a clear vision for what you actually truly want. Mm-hmm. And the problem with that is that it makes it impossible to reverse engineer a plan to make it real. Wow. So, you know, spending time creating a clear vision for what you want your life to be like mm-hmm. is a pretty simple tip that's you know, extremely effective because then you'll be able to back end into well. Okay, now I know what I want. How do I get it? Yeah. Um, so that's the first tip. Um, I gotta
0: stop right here, Jeremy, and yeah. say that this is so um, simple but powerful. I love this idea. It just reminds me of what we talk about when we talk about smart goals and um, kids' IEPs. That if the goal is vague, how in the world are you going to ever know how you're going to get there? How are you gonna know what strategies to use? So we talk about being really, you know, strategic, specific, measurable. um, And it sounds like the same thing here, right? It needs to be a really clear, thought out vision. And then you can, uh, like you said, reverse engineer and develop that plan to get there. So this is really spot on.
1: Yeah, and you use the term SMART goals. um, And so SMART is an acronym. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm probably gonna botch it, but it's specific, measurable, actionable. Mm Relevant or realistic. Relevant and time and, and time time barred, right? Yeah. That there has to be a time element on it. Yeah. And in the first week of, of my program, in the first week of Social Life 360, my clients and I work on SMART goals for how many people do you want to meet per week and wow. and, and how many dates do you want to go on and how many friendships do you want to have for that exact reason? Wow. You need to have a a specific idea for what life is going to look like so that we can reverse engineer the plan for getting there. So what you do for IEP is what I do it for, you know, for my clients, when it comes to friendship and dating, you have to have that, wow. that, that crystal clear idea for what you want, because that's what allows you to, to plan for, for getting it. Wow. Um, and so, you know, the second thing is, you know, what, so once you have that vision, right. And you know who you want to meet, and you you know what kind of people you want to have in your life. The next the, the next really big one, I think, is to have a mental library of questions to ask and, and mm-hmm. things to say and stories to tell um, so that you can create that connection that leads to friendships and relationships and more. And so, you know, what I have found is that most people on the spectrum are given like well-meaning but pretty terrible advice for how to start a conversation you know like i'll 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 ask i'll ask a guy you know on a strategy session so you know what's you know what are you gonna do when you see her across the room and he's like well i'll do exactly what i was told i'm gonna go up to the girl and i'm gonna say you know hi i'm so and so um you know how's it going (laughs) um Right, that—that's what a lot of people on the spectrum are taught to do. Oh, yeah. Go up, just go up to them and start talking. Be yourself, right? Just Mm -hmm. walk up to them and start talking. Mm -hmm. And it's well-meaning advice, but from the perspective of science, it's completely wrong, because that is not how adults meet each other. Yeah. And if you walk up to someone and you say, Hi, I'm Crystal. What's your name? It's a virtual <laughs> guarantee that they are going to look at you like you are psychotic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they're going to judge you harshly and they are going to either reject you or they are going to walk away from you. Yeah.
0: let see. This is so. No, this is so good. And I hope that I can get this out there to some speech pathologists working with high school uh, age, middle school age, high school up into adulthood, because that's the kind of work we do, right? We teach kids how to build friendships and we teach those like starters, you know, questions and all that kind of stuff. But I don't think we're doing a great job of adapting that to what is more realistic when it comes to adulthood, right? And so we've got to better prepare our kiddos. So, you know, if you're listening and if you're listening, parents share this information with your kids, speech therapist, because um, this is something that they, that they can be working on even, you know, during their treatment sessions. So um, so I love that. Like we can't, you know, we can't keep saying that when you're 18. It's okay if you're eight, but not when you're 18 or 20.
1: <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And, you know, one of the people I really look up to is Dr. Liz Laugason, and she talks about ecological validity, right? It is ecologically valid for a five-year-old to walk up to someone and say, you know, hi, I'm Charlotte. What's your name? And, yeah. and, and let's go play in the sandbox together. And that's cool. Like that works. Yeah. That's ecologically valid. Yeah. But what I am hearing from a lot of people who I do strategy sessions with is this is what their parents are telling them to do. This is what, you know, whoever they're working with is telling them to do. Walk up to someone and say, you know, you know, hi, I'm Charlotte. And it's not ecologically valid. It's not what it's not how adults meet each other. And it, it's, it's a virtual lock on, on, you know, on getting rejected and turned back and making you, you know, feel worse about yourself. And it's so, if, you know, if you want to have less anxiety about meeting new people, and you want to have the confidence that a conversation can go well, You need to have a mental library of interesting questions to ask and interesting stories to tell so that your mind doesn't go blank and so that you don't get tongue-tied and 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 that's going to give you a genuine opportunity to be accepted and be included and be embraced you know so so that's my second tip right it's ecologically valid it's it's have interesting things to talk about with people having that mental library of interesting conversation sparks um, so that you know, you can meet people the way that they're expecting to be, to be met.
0: Wow. That's so good. You're so, so, um, so clear. Um, and, and I know you've spent years, you know, uh, thinking this out, fleshing this out um, and, and putting this together. And I know there's not, I don't even know of anybody else out there that's, you know, doing this kind of work with uh, autistic adults and young adults. So, I mean, just, we're really so honored to to be learning from you. Um So, you know, and coming to the end here of our time together, um, what would you say if there are some clients or some parents out there who would say, you know what, I've tried it all. It it doesn't work, Jeremy. This stuff doesn't work for me.
1: And when you say this stuff, you know, I I think that there has been 30 years worth of conflicting guidance Mm -hmm. on how someone with autism should try to build a social life. And it was all well-meaning, but no one actually had, you know, the code, no one cracked the code. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why I spent the last 12 years trying to crack the code and constantly honing and improving my approach because, you know, the statistics are pretty dire. One statistic I saw is that, you know, only nine out of a hundred young adults with autism is going to find a partner in life. Wow, And that's, that's awful. Right. And, yeah. and and if you have a 91% chance of not having, you know, the partner that, that you want to have, yeah. it means that something is going wrong in what, in what people are being taught. Yeah. And yeah. so that's why I made it my career goal to crack the code and come up with a simple and science-based and, and, and successful approach to, um, to building a social life. And that's what I've done. And my clients are seeing incredible results, but it took me 12 years of, of just deep diving
0: mm-hmm. to
1: figure out what's the process. And even now I, 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 I'm, I'm embarking on an, on another update to my program because I have found some small tweaks that I think are going to make incremental improvements to my clients' lives. And so I'm going to make those tweaks. Um, But look, I can appreciate that after 20, 30, 40, 50 years of failing, um, you're kind of overwhelmed and you're kind of beaten down. And it may even be hard to believe that better is possible. It may even be hard to believe that there's a solution out there right now because you've tried everything and everything doesn't work. but you know, welcome to the 21st century, right? You know, we yeah. make progress in all areas of life all the time, whether it's you know cancer or or mm-hmm. technology, there is progress to be made, and there are people out there who are spending all their energy every day to make the world a better place. And that's one of the, you know, that's that's me when it comes to friendship and dating. Like for people who are who who want to learn, are ready to to be coachable and ready to put in the effort, I can help you crack the code.
0: All right, Jeremy, well, this is, you know, this is the, the final question. The big question here is how can parents connect with you? How can autistic adults or young adults connect with you to get started on this journey?
1: So I always want to give options to people who aren't ready to, you know, fully dive in. So, you know, for someone who's single and on the spectrum, um obviously there's the free training at mybestsociallife.com uh on the five steps to making friends and landing dates um and there's also a free Facebook community for people on the spectrum who want to meet each other and ask dating questions and you know and and get you know feel that support mm-hmm. and so you know that Facebook group is called the ultimate autism guide to dating and friendship and you can find it by logging into Facebook and typing in the search box, the ultimate autism guide to dating and friendship. Okay. And then you just click the join button. It doesn't cost anything. Okay. Um, for mom and moms and dads, there's the free parents training um, on the five steps mm-hmm. to social success and what you can do to support your son or daughter in the process. And you can also watch that free training at mybestsociallife.com. And again, you know, completely free. Uh, and I also have a free Facebook group uh, for parents who want to support each other and who want to compare notes. And that group is called the Autism Parents Guide to Social Success. And again, you can find that by logging into Facebook and typing in the search box, the Autism Parents Guide to Social Success. <laughs> and then you just sort of click the join button. And again, that, that doesn't cost anything either. Um, this part is, is really exciting. And it's something that, that families tell me all the time is such a gift at the end of those free trainings, there is a link to a free strategy session. And, you know, schedule one for your family. It doesn't cost anything. And we'll get together as a family. You know, it's usually, you know, two parents and their son or daughter on the spectrum. Mm -hmm. And we will spend 90 minutes together talking about what your son or daughter you know, wants their friendships to be, what they want their relationships to be, what's been going wrong, what the obstacles have been. And then we'll talk about what the strategy is for fixing it and to live the life that your son or daughter deserves. And after that... You know, if you want to work with me, we can talk about whether the Social Life 360 program is a good fit for you and your family, whether it's a good fit for me to have you in the program. That's important, too. Um, Or I can try to suggest another resource. It's up to you. But, you know, every family leaves the strategy session with a real clarity about what's going wrong and what needs to go right. Um, and so, you know, as I said, I, 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 for those families who want to work with me and who I am completely confident I can help, I run an incredible program. Um, that's, it's a program for the entire family and it, it, it helps, um, a young adult on the spectrum and their parents, you know, build a social life and build the confidence that comes along with it. And if it's the right fit, you know, for you and your family, we can talk about it. But As I said, I always want people to leave the strategy session knowing that, you know, I've helped you find the right resource, whether it's me or not.
0: Well, it just sounds amazing. It sounds like there, first of all, aren't even a lot of resources out there uh, when it comes to this area. Sure. You know, yeah, I see. I see from time to time, I'll see like a webinar here or or a, a podcast episode or just some one offs. Um, but to be really like strategic and a plan, and and then. Um, an ongoing like community attached to that it just sounds like amazing. Sounds perfect. So, um, parents definitely check out Jeremy, um, at my best Is that right? You got it. Yeah, got it. And, um, we're just, again, so grateful to have had you here today, Jeremy, to help us kind of, um, understand better our role as families, as parents, um, and know that there is hope when it comes to um, autism and dating. Absolutely. Uh, parents always know that uh, we are here for you at thriving autism families and you're going to be okay and your child is going to be okay too have a great one bye-bye